Welcome, everybody. It's another edition of the Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me, as always, XFL Jim and Maddie Goldberg. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Uh, we're doing all right. Host NFL. That's right. You made it. You made it through the whole year. Another year of, of NFL action. Hey, we we did a we did hey, the whole NFL season's under our belt, boys. We did it. Our first NFL season as a yeah. podcast together. Yeah. That is true. You know, it's true. It, it is weird, like your Sundays are forever weird for like a while. Until like, the USFL kind of, starts, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But you get like this weird uh like, what do you do on Sunday? You know, you don't know what to do with yourself. And then you're like, okay, well, it's good because I'm not going to watch, you know, you love nine hours of football, but you know your brain needs a break. But then, you know, you go in this withdrawal. And then by July and August, you're counting the days. I uh, I, I huff paint. I'm just going to. I'll the be season real. Goes <laughs> That's what I do on my Sundays with no football. <laughs> even with the extra week, the season goes way too fast. It's like it was just a minute ago. We're watching the Bucks and the Cowboys or, you know, week one of the college football season. Just goes way, way too fast. Way too fucking fast. Jim, what did does. you do for the game? Did you uh, did you I had just sit this... in the garage? Did you go to a bar, a buddy's house? What happened? I sat in the garage. Uh, it was me and my dad just kind of like bonding over the over the NFL, over the game. We yeah. had the spiciest Polish sausages I've ever had in my life. Nice. Um, he got them from a friend there. He called them Reaper sausages. I think oh, they had Jesus. a little essence of Carolina Reaper in them. Uh, it destroyed, Dude, it no. destroyed my beehole the next day at work. I'd imagine. That's like, I mean, combining that with meat is just. You know, it was better. delicious. They were so good. I'm they were say, so good. I'd do it uh, again in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm going to say for a guy like myself and Jim, like. We love football so much. We don't need to be at a party. Like just the bonding with the dad or yourself is where it's at. Too many people like the part, like the first time I was in LA, the first year was the, the Saints versus the, the Colts Super Bowl. And there was a forcing goal. And I remember it's like, it's the second quarter, big forcing goal, tense moment. People are like, hey, uh, do you know all uh, that script? Uh, what do you think of that script? And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? So I could have <laughs> gone to a party that was like a few blocks away, but I just watched it by myself because, you know, there's too many people and they're into other stuff and they're talking about nonsense and out here pilots and all that bullshit. Just give me some football. All right. And you were also not invited to any parties either. That is correct. Jim, how right. was it with your dad? Did you guys bond, enjoy, enjoying life together, was, cracking uh, brews? It was awesome. I since it's the Super Bowl, it's like one of the few times I I don't drink the seltzer. I drink the Budweiser. I drink just the Bud Heavy. Also, I had a I had a wager going that uh, the first Anheuser Busch commercial was going to be a Budweiser commercial. So I was trying to have good vibes, good juju on that. That that did not work, but it was awesome. Just drinking beer, having some extremely hot sausage with my pops. And who's your, your dad, dad? pound your dad? Uh, pound booze like you or is he just uh, he's a, a lot more chill? He's a marathon guy. So like yeah, all yeah. pound seltzer like a bitch, but he has like he's like a four to five beer a day guy. Who, who does he root for? Does he does he uh, is he more of a Nebraska guy? But I mean, kind of yeah, tough. like most people around here don't root as heavy in the pros. Sure. So he'll root like he's a big Nebraska fan and then he'll 
Like he kind of likes the Chiefs. He kind of yeah. likes the Broncos. He yeah. likes a lot of like the, the the close teams. Like he likes. He was rooting for the Bengals just because they have a couple Nebraska guys on them. Yeah, That's the usually Burrow. what it comes to. Yeah, the Burrow connection. Yeah. Well, Burrow and then Zach Taylor and then one of our uh, our best wide receiver in like school history is a backup there, Stanley Morgan. <laughs> yep, <laughs> whose father was a very good uh, receiver on the Patriots. I don't know if you knew that. I did. Yeah. All right, you guys. Um, uh, what do you think of the game? It was know, a good game. Uh, it was a good game. It was a good game, but it wasn't a classic. It was a very good football game, but like as far as like a classic, a top ten Super Bowl, I put it in top twenty, not top ten. I was disappointed the Bengals did not finish the job. Uh, the officiating was a little fishy at the end, but the way I looked at it, and I like objectively was like, well. The T. Higgins touchdown was offensive pass interference, so you can't be you, – you got that call, so you got to take the good with the bad there, you know. But it was a very good game, and uh, I was just bummed. The Bengals, you know, they, they needed one more – one more goddamn, you know, one less – the Rams needed one less drive to win. That's my point I'm trying to make. That's I why still, you run the ball. I still – Fucking to this day, I still no. thought when Joe Burrow threw that pass as he was getting tackled at the end of the game, I thought for a split second that like that pass was going to get caught for a touchdown. I still thought that it was I, wild. I, I'll tell you the hard part. This this Super Bowl reminded me so much of the Cardinals versus the Steelers, and and the the sad part about that I felt horrible for the Bengals is you think you're going to get back there. You go, okay, we got Burrow, we got this nucleus, we got all these free agents that want to play there, but you just don't know. And the Cardinals never got back there. And and that was a Super Bowl. They're like 30 seconds away from winning. They had, you know, they had some bad luck with the 98-yard touchdown interception return, and they never got back. And it's like, you unfortunately, you take that shit to your grave. I hate to say it. Not to uh, not to mention, I mean, their last Super Bowl was 30 years ago. You never know, especially yep. with how extremely tough the AFC is looking. Absolutely. Now. You know, you, you got ne- there, nothing Allen. is guaranteed. You got Mahomes, you got Herbert, you got uh, I like Mike McDaniel in Miami. I mean, you got a lot of teams on the rise and you got uh, like four quarterbacks that are just fantastic. Burrow being one of them. But again, I mean, you got to be Josh Allen. You got to be Pat Mahomes. You got to be Herbert. So uh, this is something that the Bengals, unfortunately, and their fans are great. And I heard a lot of them. They were like, you know, we weren't supposed to go this far. And they gave us so much joy. And it was so good to see our families come together. And that's what I love to see. But at the same time, it's like, God, you're just so close. And you may never have this moment ever again. And that's the hard part. Well, I think the one optimistic part is that, Burrow got sacked like nine times, it was like top that. three sacks all yeah. times, including total sure. season. Yes. So if you yeah. got there with that kind of shit line, then you, I mean, that's a good indicator that oh, if it's you a, get there it, with that, yeah, then maybe, yep. you know, you just upgrade your line and you're back sure. or you're actually winning the next time. Yeah. But the bills are going to get better. The Chiefs are going to get better. So, like the Bills and the Chiefs are going to fix what they need. Is it? To. Is it like a? Is it a known thing that the Chiefs are going to get better? Like, do we know? I don't that, know, like, but I do believe the Bills. Will I don't get know. Better. They get. They seem to get finish worse each year. Like, yeah. the, uh, do we know? Like, the Chiefs could just be this. Like, 
they could be at their peak still. And maybe yeah. they're maybe they like their defense obviously can get better. But yep. like I think this is kind of like they've kind of just been the Chiefs. And yeah. I still think that's enough for them to win, obviously. Yep. But like I think I don't think they're getting better than this. I don't think well, they I need mean, to specifically, like, but like but if you go in the draft, like I think what the Bills will do is like and and I know the Bills were the number one defense, which I think is very misleading because they are not even close to the number one defense. They're gonna go, we're gonna draft all defense. We got a great offense. If we just put together a sick defense, you know, with Josh Allen doing what Josh Allen does, we have no problem. The Chiefs are probably thinking that too. So Yes, the Bengals are always going to be around it, but at the same time, you just never know. I mean, a lot of people a year ago were like, oh, Mahomes is going to win five Super Bowls in a row. So you just – it's so hard. You just never know. Yep. Jim, I'm sure the outcome of the game paled in comparison uh, for you just by getting to see The Rock introduce the game. I uh, I was I was fully bricked up for that entire introduction. I saw the rock come on. He looked it like he was, just snatched uh, a night a microphone from somebody. Is like I'm gonna do this. Get the fuck out of my way. I think that's what happened. He was just I, in the I stands and he pushed his way down to the field. Grab the mic from Bruce. I'm a Buffer. little disappointed that he didn't mention the XFL, but I can't always. That was get a little weird. He he owns a competing yeah. league. I know that it was weird. I I can't get all my dreams coming true. When I watched the Super Bowl, you so. know, I will play devil's advocate. I did not like that moment. I was like, I thought, did it, the did players, it feel corny? I just felt like we're ready to get the game going. And and I felt like he, you know how, like, uh, I'll, I'll use an analogy. I always use an analogy of comedians, like a comic dude be like, okay, we're going to give you three minutes. Cause there's like not enough time. And we're like, we'll give some guy three minutes to go up. And then all of a sudden, he gets up there, he starts getting laughs, and he just starts like, fuck it, I'm just going to keep going. And I'm like, okay, you did your thing, Rock. Like, let's go. Like, let's get It's not about you. It's about the Super Bowl. But I can feel like he's like, I'm back in the WWE. I'm feeling yeah. good. Like, let this thing go. And I'm like, no, this is not about you, buddy. He, he looked was great, in vintage though. form. I mean, he was. It was great. I don't know what that color was. What is that color? That's it's kind sort of, of, it's uh, like burgundy. Like oh, a maroon a or something. Color. Yeah, it works. it works for him. But he went. Yeah, he can pull it off. Long. I could feel like he was enjoying it too much. Where he's like, I was like, okay, you did your point. It's funny. The Rock is here, but like, come on, the guys. I wish he would have. I wish he would have mentioned the XFL. That's my only gripe. I was thinking about you when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, Jim's definitely chuffed. I was who, bricked up. Who on I, the I, field or in the stands would you have wanted him to give the people's elbow to? Uh, Goodell, Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, uh, be like, no, it's my time, bitch. I thought you were going to say XFL, Adele, which would uh, if she was there, that would have been hilarious too. But yeah, Roger Goodell, Maddie, who who did you want to see get smacked down? Uh, actually, I wanted to see somebody smack him down. That had been awesome. Really? Chair shot him like Austin came out and gave him the finger and just like chaired him and stunned him, and it just becomes a WWE event. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then they have to clean up the ring for the beer and shit. That'd be fun. Then uh, New Jack comes out and uh, paralyzes. I, I was also thinking about the history of the game because I've like I've watched, you know, from the mid '80s. I've watched every Super Bowl, and I'm like, this is wild that like a, a pro wrestler is on the field. Like I'm thinking about like Joe Montana and 
Phil Sims and Steve right. Young and Brett Favre. I'm like, this is this is wild. But hey, he was a he was an ex NFL player. Was this the True. longest drawn out pregame? I mean, it just felt I, like they well, were just was... t- like we're starting. Nope, we're starting. Nope. So they did the rock thing. They had three different songs. They did the Black National Anthem, uh, America the Great. For I didn't realize that was like a thing that we did. And then the National Anthem, America by the way, the uh, very upset uh, that Mickey Guyton did not show cleavage. Uh, I'm, did I'm you personally, on that? Yeah, plus 150 for her to show cleavage. Did you show your dad? Did you tell your dad that? I told my dad every bet I had. What? What? I see those bets are weird because what is like what is determines cleavage? Like, well, you'd you, be able to see it, but she wore like a sweater. She wore like a full yeah, sweater. But, you couldn't see anything. What if, what if the bookmaker like lies to you so that she shows like a little cleavage? That's so go, that's no, not enough. That's no, what she, you kind of have to like take based on faith with these online books is that what they're going to determine. You kind of like if you've done it, if you've dealt with these online books for a few years, you kind of know what they do and don't accept. So you just kind of have to have a feel for it. Like it's the same with the national anthem. You just have to see what's there. What are they going to time it at versus what do you time it at? Well, no, like I got under two minutes, but most books were offering like a minute 50 or something like that. Yeah. I always go with, with R and B singers. I always go with the over and with country singers. I always go with the under because R and B singers always hit the notes and they always yeah, they hold, hold them like a mother. They thing. hold them like a bitch. Uh, and the country singers just go, they just plow through the song. Yeah. What they should um, get, they should get Ted Nugent to do the, our, our kid rock next year to do the, uh, National That'd anthem. be great. Kim, Kim Rock just yeah. busting out of the stage and just, you know, just draped in an American flag. Yeah. With a machine gun. And By the way, I will, I will say I'm not a big commercial guy, but I think one of the best ad campaigns I've seen in a long time is the Caesars. The Caesars ads always makes me laugh. The stuff with the Mannings and uh, JB Smooth and, uh, the Cooper Manning jokes are fucking hysterical. They're fucking good. How yeah. about all the ads for electric cars, by the way? That was like the most dominating ad for the entire Super Bowl. It was all electric cars. Well, I times didn't even know, I, like, I didn't pay I didn't notice that. Yeah. But that it's, I do feel like I did I did see a lot of like I cars being plugged in now that I think yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. so and you're I, right. But that's the next thing. Electric cars are the next thing, man. That's and I do want to I mean, talk about Joe Burrow's to... attire and, and what was his fucking you know, awesome tiger stripe suit. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I love it. And I love the swagger and I love it. Cause you're like, if you're going to wear that, you better win. And he's done it three times in a row. So you're like, he walks the walk. He talks the talk. Now when you lose and you wear it, it don't look, it, it, it just doesn't work. Like, he looked like, you know, like you go to like your prom and you're like wearing like a really cool outfit that you're going to stand out. Everybody's going to be like, whoa. And then like your date leaves you and starts making out with somebody else and you get like fucking wasted. And it's like six in the morning. You're at like 7-Eleven parking lot, like drowning your sorrows and you smell like beer and like weed and cigarettes and you hate your life. That's what it looked like. Like the suit went from super cool swank so like I'm a fucking mess, weirdo. Maddie, I thought you'd appreciate that because he's taking the gamble. That's a gamble you make when you wear that suit. And I've that's like that. not hedging. 
No, it is a gamble. But I'm saying, like, if you lose, just just wear like a t-shirt and like some sweatpants. You know, like oh, you like pack something else as well. Exactly. Like okay. You, well, you then what? Do you carry the little... suit in a separate bag? Yeah, it just doesn't. And look then good people know it's in the bag, though. I don't know. I just feel like it was kind of weird because it was like it's cool when you win. It it, it it you know what it is. When I was in school, we used to talk about like '80s hair metal bands, and I was like, "Yeah, Vince Neil gets a lot of pussy, but like I can't wear those clothes in school and look cool, you know." <laughs> so like Joe Burrow looked like cool, and then by the end, he looked like if like you showed up in high school wearing that outfit. I think he should have had a a more obnoxious suit ready if they yeah. lost. Like yeah. it's just now it has a neon on it and like it's that glowing. Guy with- Remember that guy with the money? He had like that money, uh, the money online, whatever, or telemarketing commercials where he wore that suit with the money dollar signs on. He's like, money, money. Yeah, yeah. You should have worn like that. Just go all the way. Yeah, just something uh, twice as twice as bad. Uh, uh, half halftime show. Any thoughts? I thought it was great. It was fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. I fucking loved it. But I think that means that we're kind of like. We're in the old people group now. Yeah, it's funny because it, it it's like it sort of hit the sweet spot between like my generation and your generation. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were you were still young enough where this You're like they, they were the artists were still young enough where they were still yeah. cool. And they were I was sort of like getting phased out of cool music. So but I was still uh, hip to uh, whatever was you going know, on. Those, those bands, those songs are not my cup of tea per se, but that those songs are all fantastic. Like they're all catchy. I always, you know, I'm not a big rap fan, but I love the chronic album, Dr. Dre and Snoop. I think that's like groundbreaking. And that era is one of the best eras of like doing really, really cool shit with like samples and stuff. And like, you know, 50 cent, like nothing is more catchy than fucking, you know, his song. Yeah. God, and 50 Cent just ruled How long do you think he was, was hanging school. upside down? They, there's know. actually behind the scenes that like right, like um, like 45 seconds before his part, uh-huh. he like, he's getting in there and climbing up. It's funny because he still looked good, but he was like, he was just puffier looking. Yeah, there was jokes you about know? being fat, which I, you know. Which it, it, it wasn't like fat. It was just like, you know, I still work out, but I'm like, you know. He, just, he works I'm, out. He just doesn't watch what he now. eats. He just doesn't watch yeah. what he eats anymore. Yeah, like I work out, but I'm also a dad. Yeah, yeah. So. I respect it. He's a he's a chunky king in my in my book. Well, I wish the Bengals finished the job. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I mean, he's got to be the sickest man in America to drop that pass. And like I said, you know, you guys, even if you don't, even if you don't get a lot of yards running the ball, when you don't run the ball and you just throw incomplete passes and you get sacked. You're just you're just like giving the Rams as many opportunities to win the game as possible. And that's why I that's what they did against the Chiefs. They committed to the run and they were able to rest their defense for as much as possible. And I think they just they gave the Rams way too many times. And I don't understand because Eli Apple for the last four or five years has been like a punchline in the NFL is like this burnt cornerback that keeps getting burnt and burnt and burnt and a liability and you're like why in the end of the game when the only guy that can catch pass is cooper cup is he one-on-one with cooper cup when the game is down the line (laughs) i I don't understand that 
I didn't understand that. And then why for the last play of the game is Samaj P. Ryan in and not Joe Mixon, your number That's one? That's another backer. thing. Joe Mixon gets that first down. P. Ryan's a good receiving running back, not a good running back per se. Mixon gets that first down. Absolutely. Like, why is your best guy not in there? I don't get it. Uh, the, I mean, I think this just goes to prove. I don't did, think. Did, did, I don't think Zach Taylor is that great of a coach. <laughs> I don't. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a he's a good coach. I think you know you, you when you're playing and you're not a better team than the other team, your margin for error is so little that you cannot fuck up. Like if you go for it on fourth down, you have to get it. Yeah. If you have fourth and one and you are you have third and one and you you hand it off to your backup running back when your main guy for some reason isn't, you know, like, it's like, you know, I'm not going to compare mixing the Marshawn Lynch, but it's like, are they, are the Seahawks going to hand it off to Turbin or Marshawn Lynch down the stretch? You know, it's weird. I mean, Mixon's their guy. I don't get it. And I, and I just don't understand like what the Rams did with Jamar Chase is for the most part, they didn't put, uh, what's his face on him. Uh, who am I? Who am I? Uh, Ramsey. Yeah. So what they do is they, you double chase and then you let Ramsey go one-on-one with T Higgins and the T Higgins catch was, you know, it was a penalty on T Higgins. So I'm not going to say Ramsey got burned there, but that's kind of what you do. And I don't understand why the Bengals want to do that with cup, like double them and then put Apple on the second or third best receiver. But why in the end of the game is I'm like, Eli Apple is one-on-one with Cooper <laughs> cup. The guy that everybody's like, oh, who's going to cost him the game? Wild. So yeah. you, what, you guys uh, have any different opinions about Matt Stafford after this game? I thought I he was a – I thought Matt Stafford was a fucking legendary Hall of Fame quarterback before. I think he's even more so now. All right. I'll tell you what – I'll tell you what I like about him. This has nothing to do with uh, the game. And, and he's a great player. He's a I tough son of a bitch. I will say his wife is, is going to be worse than Brittany Mahomes in about a year. Do you, do you think that. so? She's getting there. Do you think LA? You think you think it's going to be her fault, or uh, LA is going to get to her? People are going to start hating on her because when you start saying shit like in the pregame, like when we got to the Super Bowl, I was jumping high in the air, and my dad was like, "I've never seen you jump that high." I'm like, "I don't give a fuck. What do I care?" Well, Maddie, you got to remember, you and I are privy to a little more Kelly Stafford living in the uh, SoCal area than most of the nation. It's not like she's producing these dancing TikToks or whatever. I was going to say, I haven't heard of any of this shit. I haven't. Yeah, no, there's been a local feud going on between her and uh, Petros Papadakis a little bit, but uh, he he called her Matt, and she goes, first of all, his name is Matthew." I remember that. That was like a big thing. I remember that. And I was just like, get over it. That's like, that's it. That's all I've heard. Here's what I love about Matt Stafford, though. They had him mic'd up against the Lions. And you think a lot of guys, they go against their ex-team, and they're like, fuck these guys. I'm going to stick it to them. And, like, in between plays, he's going to these guys like, hey, guys, I miss you. You guys are are really improving. I'm really happy to see it. Keep fighting. You know, it was, there was no, like, like, fuck you. I'm going to come here and, like, I, you know how guys like I'm so glad to get out of prison or whatever they make comments like that. That's that's what I text you guys during the show too. Like yeah, I miss you. I'm, so, I'm happy to see you. You're doing good. So I love that about him. He's a he's a good, shy, quiet kid. And our guest tonight, I don't know when he's coming on, but he was he played high school football with Stafford, so he can 
tell us more about. I have yes. a yeah. I have so, a potential yes. take. I have a take not yeah. on Matt, but on like on Sean McVay. So in the last five years, yeah, would you guys rank Sean McVay as like an NFL head coach? Very good. Like, like, would you? He's like to me, he's top three, no question. Absolutely, I would say he's top five. And and here's the other thing I would say about him, which is even bigger impact, is that you see all the coaches being hired are essentially clones of of Sean McVay. So what these NFL owners do is they go, who is the it guy? And let's find guys like that. So like Mike McDaniel is a, is like a chip off Sean McVay. Uh, you know, McConnell got hired. Staley. I mean, Zach, like Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. So his coaching tree is like better than Belichick's already. And these coaches are like, we want to find our Sean McVay. And they're all older than him, too. Yeah, and, and here's yeah. the thing, too, is he, he's losing all these coordinators all the time, yeah. and he's still winning. Yeah. And you see different teams where they do well, and then a coordinator leaves, and they start to suck. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. You know, and But Sean McVay has just been consistent with his Well, he's coaching. got a lot of energy. He's a lot of fun. Uh, sometimes I he annoys me when he runs down the field like, rooting for the Bucks when they got a couple long touchdowns. He's in the end zone celebrating. I didn't care for that. But he is a he's a brilliant football mind. He he gets his players really excited. And uh, let's not remember, this is one of the weirdest fun facts about him. In high school, he was Mr. Georgia football beating out Calvin Johnson. <laughs> this is wild. That is wild. And I love the clips of seeing a young – you know, I know we all canceled Gruden, but if you can find the old NFL films of, of like a 24-year-old McVay and John Gruden, really great stuff. And that's essentially who, who got him in the business. So Maddie alluded to a guest we have coming up later called Primetime Stein, but we also have an additional guest that oh. was uh, not originally booked, but he is calling in right now. Um, his name is Simon Lachit. Uh, he is known as the Plenty of Fish Swindler, and he's got some thoughts on the uh, NFL. I saw some stuff with him on uh, Instagram today. Yeah, yeah, the Graham. He's uh, he's all over TikTok. Uh, Simon, he's gonna get in trouble. Simon, are you there? Yes, yes. I, uh, I don't uh, the clearly understand the uh, the American football. These uh, these players they they uh, make the, a lot of money. Yeah, they're making a shit ton of money. Do they have a, uh, a big bank account? Oh, yeah. yeah. B- very big. Would any of them be willing to uh, turn tricks with me to get the access to a uh, bank account? And uh, I give them jewelry or I write them bigger checks. What, you want to you wanna date an NFL player? No, uh, with, with the money, we play around a little. It's just a full around. It's it's not gay unless you're in intercourse. It's, uh, you know. Okay. Yeah, I've heard this before. I actually, I've heard it's not gay unless there's insertion. So I yeah. believe that's what the rule he's going by. Okay. And, and then uh, how do you the, expect what, to get uh, money from these guys? What the fuck is uh, Jill Burrow with? He's a NFL quarterback. He's when stupid fucking costume he got at fucking Spencer Gifts. Uh, he needs to be wearing Gucci like me and, and fine threads. Uh, 
Why would he be wearing garbage? Uh, I don't understand. I thought he was a respected man. I don't know. Maybe he hasn't found the right woman to drain her bank account and uh, get something cooler and nicer. Well, I, I can teach him. I can teach him. He needs a bodyguard, too. Uh, I, I would hire the, that uh, Andre Whitworth. He is an ugly, fat slob of a man that I could bloody up and scam women with. He also wow. was man of the year. So everybody has to trust him if he's man of the year. So they would try because uh, you're because Joe Burrow would be paddling around with uh, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. So that's he's trustworthy. You 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 have the scumbag and you pair him up with someone who's trustworthy. And then that that like cancels out the scumbagness so he can be even scummier. Let me say something that uh, Kelly Stafford is a real piece of shit. For every action, there's a reaction. That's it. That's the tagline. You think you could swindle her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, Matt Stafford might have a uh, Super Bowl ring, but my daddy owns diamond. I have thousands of rings. Why don't you go after one of these guys' wives? I mean, who would be a good wife to go after? And then, you you know, like, they're probably not paying attention. They're, they're focused bet, on the games. I bet that Mahomes bitch is a fucking money chaser. Well, Brittany Mahomes, she's a real hoe bag, real skank, real dirty whore. Wow, oh, yeah. <laughs> powerful stuff there. Well, how would you seduce uh, Brittany Mahomes? Well, first, you have to go through Jackson. I would be in one of his fruity TikTok videos and tell him I am a TikTok star as well. And then I uh, go through him. And then I go to Brittany and I say, Brittany, I know Patrick has the uh, Super Bowl ring, but that comes out of a Cracker Jack box. You come to my diamond place. I have 50 rings. I put 50 rings on you. I make you famous. You can pour champagne on anybody. Okay. And then uh, wh what are you going to tell her to, get, to start a, a, extracting money from her? Listen, Brittany. With every action caused reaction. That is the only English I know. That's all I have to say. With every action comes reaction, and I will fuck you. And I'll fuck you up. And your, your husband is a loser. Because they lost to the Bengals. A shitty franchise. But me, I never lose. Look at all the girls I've scammed. I don't do no jail time. No jail time. None. That is right. Well, I can you have for... you in a rave in Alcopulco in 1800 hours if I want but you have to deal with my side pieces I have many side beaches many side beaches that's amazing side beaches are uh... beaches is it beaches or beaches <laughs> what what you mean where you lay and get a tan or uh, uh no you know. no women beaches okay. beaches ah. yeah. oh, like the uh, Bette Midler movie Yes, yes, great movie. She's a great woman. She uh, she loves that. She don't like that state, West Virginia. That is a real piece of shit state. All inbred there, all inbred. All right, fascinating. Well, thank you for sharing all your thoughts you on the it, NFL. But I do like and... this American football. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, I, I follow this guy, XFL Jim. I like him because he's well, very passionate. He's right here. I, You're talking to him now. I, I'd I love passionate. to hire him to be my bodyguard and swindle women. And, and maybe uh, he can get some of my Jim, side beats. Will, will you do that? I mean, I have my local women that I sometimes take advantage of financially, but that's about it. Well, you don't you don't have side beaches that look like mine. That's a guarantee. It's beaches. time to step up. Um, yeah. Okay, where can they find you, uh, Plenty of Fish Swindler? 
at the plenty of uh, fish swindler on TikTok. Okay. The greatest uh, thing ever. It's you versus Jackson so on that. TikTok. So many girls mad at the parents. All right. So many hobacks. Okay. All Thank right. you, Simon Lasheet. Thank Simon you. Simon Lasheet. What a character. That, oh, that boy, that guy sister. is great. That's hey you guys so i finally uh, watched some winter olympics i had taken some edibles at a bar and i just zoned out yeah these things are the best stoner sports ever everything they're amazing gl gliding over snow yeah i i the only thing they put on nbc i noticed is like snowboarding that's the only thing i every i always go oh olympics are on i'll check yeah, it out i don't know i, I had like bobsled i had yeah. skiing and it's just just people gliding over icy yeah. surfaces the whole time and then my buddy and i we were just like we found the women's biathlon where they like cross-country ski and then shoot shit that is an amazing rifle. one that's so good i've never seen hotter women in my life this was just i mean and you know they could kill you yeah no well that's what's sexy about it you want a woman who could kill you yes i think i mean i, I think so anyways. i agree with that maddie what yeah. are you into those kind of women uh, you know, I haven't seen them, but, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't right. really seen, I can't really judge if, if you send me some of these biathlon girls, I'll take a look. It's not, it's not, you got to see them in action, Maddie. You yeah, you got to watch It's not just a like, photo. They're all wearing so much clothes. It's, it's no, they're like, not. They're wearing skin tight outfits, trudging across the Arctic, and then shooting shit with a rifle. It's amazing. That, that'd be awesome if they got to wear like volleyball outfits, like snowboarding. Well, I don't see why well, they're not because it's all fake snow. Yeah. Yeah. They're still wearing like skin tight outfits, though. It's not like. I mean, we're not supposed to watch the Olympics for that, though. It's the the uh, competition and the the drive and the right. That's what well, the that's... curling is for. Curling's the best Olympic Winter Olympic sport. I I, I think it's a weird time though. That it, this is there's not a story like we don't have a story that is like. Taking uh, over. I don't know about you, but my entire TikTok feed has been filled with the men's uh, U.S. curling that's team. It. Yeah, because and how guy fucking awesome. Like yeah, because one guy looks like Gardner Minshew. They all look like a bunch of dads just trying to fucking like live out their winter vacation. It's amazing. And, and it's great, but we don't have a Simone Bill story. We don't have a, uh, you know, like a Mary Lou Retton story. We don't have a, uh, you know, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. We don't have a U.S. Olympics hockey. There's well, not like, like a story that everybody's like. Well, we're, 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 well one thing we've learned is the Russians are just going to dope no matter what and no one gives a fuck yeah and and no one can stop them it's rock like nation baby 1984 I mean, I all sean over again white retiring but does anybody like sean white he seems like a nice guy i mean he seems cool he was like a pioneer you know he's yeah he got kind of canceled for a second too wait really yeah for what what did he do he was in a band with this girl and she accused him of all this stuff so that he, it kind of like that's why you don't hear not a lot about him Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, never Welcome mind. You, we will never shot. mention his name again. But there's not show. like a there's not like an event that I'm like, even I love hockey, but I, I've never this year I'm not like, oh, when is the men's hockey game on? Like I might when watch when it goes to the metal round if I know when it is, but it's not a priority. I understand. Um 
Like week two in the NFL is the priority. Week three in college football is a priority. March Madness is a priority. I, I the Olympics to me is like, oh, if it's on, it's on. But I probably watch Impractical Jokers to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the, they they haven't pushed the Olympic storylines very well. No, they sure, really have. So, they have not. Um, it it makes it far less compelling. But I will admit, I do love just getting high and watching it. It is yeah, pretty fucking great. You guys excited about uh, Ben Simmons seeing the court again sometime soon? After the um, trade, no, I think he's terrible. <laughs> I think he's a liar. I think he's not mentally ill. I think he just doesn't care. I think he used mental illness as an excuse. I will say it on this podcast. And I think he's a lot, he's a waste of it's very sad because he has so much basketball talent, but he never harnessed it, he never worked hard at it, and now he's paying the price. I so, uh I don't give a shit about Ben Simmons. So, no. If you think if you're <laughs> you think the Nets you think the Nets uh, are gonna be okay now? No. If you're look, I don't. There's not a lot of Nets fans. They're kind of like the Rams and the Chargers fans because it's kind of a new team. And if you, I grew up in New York, and if you sure. live in New York, you're a Knicks fan through yeah, and through. If they win one game, you're a Knicks fan. Uh, he's not gonna help them out one bit. Anybody who thinks he's gonna help them out is absolutely fooling themselves because why wouldn't you have done that already with, when you have like, when you're playing, I mean, with Joel Embiid, like who can ask for a better guy to play with a better, a great guy, even Embiid's a great guy and a great player. It's like, if you can't play with Joel Embiid, like get the fuck out of here. But now he has Kevin Durant. And Durant is a fantastic player, but what is the difference? Like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. Yeah, I don't see, like, I mean, I, all of a sudden just watch fucking Ben Simmons become a shooting master. No. <laughs> what has he done in the last few I don't few think months? he has to, though. I think. Uh... Well, well, that's the thing. If he if Harden was there, you could say he doesn't have to because they have enough offense with uh, Harden and um and Durant. And, I guess, I, well, I they, still have, they still have Kyrie. Irving. Yeah, yeah, if he gets the play, I, I would imagine they're gonna drop the uh, the mandate. Like I think Irving, he's smart. He waited it out. So by the time like they're like, ah, this COVID's over, we might as well drop everything. He's gonna be able to play in the playoffs. I think they'll let him play. But at the same time, like they're in no shape to win a championship. But you know, this is the highest drafted starting lineup ever. Really. High- yeah, um, Kyrie, Blake Griffin, um, all number one picks, all number one. Yeah, like KD three was number, number two picks. Durant was a two, and um, yeah, or Simmons and Simmons was one two. Yeah. You know, it's so amazing that when you that's wild. These drafts always have a big man and a really good scoring guard or forward, and these teams always take the big man first. So, like, you see what happened with New Orleans? They took, I forget his name. God, Zion. I, I, yeah, Zion Williamson doesn't even play. John Morant is just a god. I love watching John Morant. He's so fun to watch. And then you get, like, Greg Oden, who's not even in the league, who's put his penis on the internet by accident, which it happens. Everybody does. I understand that. My penis is out yep. there somewhere. Yeah. And, this was you know, KD has got an incredible I mean, career. So, 
uh, NBA teams take the, sh the scoring forward next time. Please. Absolutely. Well, we'll see. Do you guys follow any of this Matt Harvey stuff? Well, you know, I had my buddy Kevin who died, rest God rest his soul, was a huge Mets fan and he used to be like when when Harvey pitched, it was like Harvey Day and whatever. And Harvey is a character and like, yeah, of course he does coke. Like, I mean, I'm not surprised one bit. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting because uh, that what who's on trial here? The uh, Angels, Tyler Skaggs. Yeah, well, he's the dead one, but yeah. The, so the, yeah. the the guy, a clubhouse guy, was getting them all like yeah, right. You know, oxycontin and probably drugs that was laced with fentanyl, and that's unfortunately how Skaggs died. And well, the guys try to blame Harvey for it, though. I think no. Jesus. I, I don't know if you can blame somebody. It's like you don't put drugs down somebody's throat. Like if they want to take it, they take it, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I understand peer pressure. Like, yo, try this. This will like calm you down or make you feel better. But at the same time, like if you, if something's illegal, you have, you know, you're a grown man, you have the right to like say no or yes. Now, if you're getting it, like if somebody's like getting it to you, then that's a problem, you know? Because they're essentially distributing deadly things but i don't know if you can go after matt harvey for being a degenerate and he is a degenerate the guy's a wreck the guy's a total asshole it's a bummer <laughs> yeah he fucked his career up too when he came Fuck out yourself. matt harvey everybody was like he's the next best thing i mean he was hot for a few years and then with that whole thing with the World Series where he was going to shut himself down and not pitch in the World Series and all that shit, like, that kind of was his downfall. All right, Matty, we are we are waiting on your friend. Did you send him the invite? I did send him the invite. I said that I always forget, and I so it, uh, it on, takes me... me a minute to just tell him to check his email, and it will yeah. be there. Got to make sure you check Jim, tell email, me about those bro. shits after eating the Reaper sausage. So it was an at work shit. So I tried to take it before going into work, before driving in, and it just wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? I have a coffee and a cigarette. That always works. Yeah. And then uh, I did it in the middle of while I was working on something. So I was like, guys, go on without me. I'm going to take a pause here. I'm going to run back to the office. And then I spent 30 minutes on the toilet, and it was glorious. 30 minutes? It just kept coming? Yeah, it did. What do you what do you do when you're on the toilet for that long? You read, you got your iPad. I mean, Maddie, you're not on it anymore, but Twitter is an endless source of entertainment. Ah, but I did get banned from Twitter uh during the Super Bowl for what? twelve for twelve hours. What? Yeah, so uh I don't I don't know if it's political or not, but there's this commentator Charlie Kirk. Yeah, I know uh, him. Yep. Yeah, he was talking about the halftime show and he's like America has now cemented itself as the land of debauchery and like yeah. talentlessness and sluttiness. Yeah. And yeah. I just said, hey, Charlie, uninstall life. And then uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, uh, I said uninstall life. And they, that was a that was a threat. That was a uh, promoting someone to commit suicide. Yeah. Like, oh, God. So I, I, I got a 12 Kirk hour ban from Twitter. Did you learn your Charles lesson? Kirk, no, I'm going to do it again. I think Charlie Kirk should fucking end his life. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now this podcast will never air. Banned on Twitter. No, there's a lot of people that hate Charlie Kirk. Believe me, I hate there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people I hate. He's one. When you when you come on 
the fucking halftime show that was awesome or the NFL or like if you insult the XFL, I will I will come after you with the full force. I mean, I mean here here's my thing. I have politics that are probably a little different than yours, but at the same time, like I'm not like one of those crazy motherfuckers that like like I'm not gonna sit there and be like because Snoop had a lyric from 15 years ago that was offensive that like, oh, we need to end this. I'm like, no, that's art, that's his music. Uh it's you know, that's where he that's his, his how he expresses himself and, and millions of people relate to it. And people love the halftime show, you know, like, look, I'm a rock and roll guy, but I understand like what people want. And I think people really, really loved it. How many times do we see the halftime show suck? I'm a rock and roll guy. The who were on like 10 years ago, the who sucked. The yeah, who the were, rock and roll doesn't play that well. It doesn't. Um, the best performances were like Michael Jackson and Prince. You well, know? Prince yeah. was the number one, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, Prince is, yeah. I think we all, everyone I know can agree that Prince is number one. And I will say this, Tom Petty was great too. But as far as the Rolling Stones and the Who, they look, they try to like look young. It's a little embarrassing. The Who have like two original members. Uh, it just comes off if the sound's not right. It doesn't come off well. So when you get like, you know, like, yeah, like when I was in maybe college or early high school, when a lot of this music came out, like the Dr. Dre and Eminem and all that shit, it's good stuff. And like the my my age now, which are parents, they all fucking loved it. So like if they're happy, I'm happy. But I'm not I'm not like crazy like Charlie Kirk. It's like. Oh my God, Dr. Dre, you know, said this 20 years ago. This is awful. Like, get a life, buddy. No, dude, that, that's the problem with Twitter is, is people, you know, they they say something one time, they get attention for it. So then they yeah. just keep saying shit yeah. over and over again. So then they yeah. inject them, interject themselves into every situation, whether it's warranted or not. And it just makes Twitter an unpleasant place sometimes. And that was even the thing, too, because I was like, you know, people I agree with, I was getting tired on Twitter with, too, because I'm like, I know exactly what they're going to say. I know exactly what the other side's going to say. And I'm just like, you guys aren't helping anything. It's just like throwing shit at each other. Nothing is, you know, that's why I went to TikTok and I'm, you know, Simon Lafitte or Simon Lasheet is blowing up. I never got a... Uh, a follow back from XFL Jim. I didn't yeah. realize you sent one to me. I'm not, I yes. haven't been like, wow. Yes. Yeah. Simon's very, yes, you know where you stand. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> well, I hope this I guy comes right on because he is a lot of fun. And I just told him we're ready to go. He saw it. So I don't know. I, uh, I does he know I emailed him the invite? I said, you ready? The Zoom is in your email. Boom. I followed, I followed Simon Lasheet back. Oh, there you go. Oh, sorry, and, and for everyone's record, his father is a rich diamond merchant. So, all right, he's joining now. So we we're gonna bring in the great primetime ninety nine Stein. The, you, the great... you you do the introduction. I'm not even sure yeah. how to introduce this guy. Well, well, we I know him in L.A. way back in the day as the greatest reality show troll of all time. Mm-hmm. And I I sang a video where he was on the Glass House. Yeah. And he was kicked out after the second episode. And then his his greatest moment, which we which maybe we'll talk about, which we can't find anywhere, is there was a, a, a show called Sweet Home Alabama, which this hot Alabama chick was on. 
and they took 10, 10 country bars and 10 city slickers to see. Oh, here he is. All right. <laughs> I'll finish that while he's connected. Yeah. I feel like I'm about to be in a Zoom council meeting right now, by the way, because <laughs> that's what he's been trolling. Mr. Stein, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> We're here. We're live. I feel hey. like I'm in a council. Yeah, meeting. I feel like I'm going to be posted up later. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You're about to be trolled. Did I my, know. Did I sound okay with my headphones? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you yeah. sound great. So I'm going to give you an so I met Alex about eight years ago, nine years ago in LA. He was doing stand up. He came out here from Dallas. Really funny guy. Then he started became like a reality show troll. Like he was the go to troll guy on like every the Glass House, which is great. But I think your finest moment was uh, Sweet Home Alabama, which I can't find any clips of that anywhere. I have no idea where you can find Sweet Home Alabama. I think they cut you out of it because you were so bad. Listen to this, Maddie. Listen yeah. to this. Yep. I can't even talk about this. I can't even say this. This is inside information because I don't think I'm going to pass the background check. But I'm in talks to go on a major network show. They are readapting this hit reality show based in Denmark. Where mm. it's all ba it's based. It's like a hit show there. And it's on, I don't want to say with major network yet. Okay. Because I don't know if I'm going to pass the background, but this is like a like an ABC, CBS, NBC type network. <clears throat> and so how it works is I don't even understand the game because I can only find it. I can't find it with American subtitles. It's all in whatever Dutch, yeah. whatever they speak. Sure. And, and so how it works is it's like there's multiple teams. And there's multiple people, but three people are saboteurs, as they call it. I guess yeah. there's like somebody trying to win, and then there's three people that are trying to. And the saboteurs don't get as much money if they make it to the end, but I guess they have it easier. They only have to make it like the top four or something. I don't yeah. know. It's some some sort of weird way. Well, but li well, but yeah. listen, listen. This is what I'm tripping out about. A. I'm basically on the show, but I got to pass a background check. And I've had all these guys on my show, all these white guys say the N word because they're trying to be edgy. You know, they're yeah, all yeah. these Joe Rogan wannabes. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I just think that that very kid, they're going to say, even though I'm not saying the N word, I don't use the N word like that. Um, I don't use it publicly. Have I ever used it in my life? Yeah. I mean, but I don't use it anymore. I mean, no, I would never use it on a show, but they do. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I mean, have I ever I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I hear and, but these people drop it like they're trying to be edgy, like Joe Rogan impersonators. Yeah, um, yep. so I don't think I'm going to pass the background check only because it's on a major network. If it was on like, like uh, CMT or some boo boo network, I think I might yep. make it, but I don't think I'm going to make it, Maddie, anymore. Well, listen, you can't worry about that. I think you're doing great. I think you found your niche. I just want to, because we're a sports podcast, though. We got to keep it sports. It yeah, so we got to <laughs> yeah. bring up, because everybody goes, did you know that Clayton Kershaw and and uh, Matt Stafford were, were high school teammates? I go, I got one better. Did you know that primetime 99 Alex Stein was the captain of that football team? Well, I, you know, I'm a year older. And so, you know, it's funny that the media, too, there's a bunch of there's the, the uh, he went to Highland Park High School, which is like this affluent suburb of Dallas. And yeah. in the media, like they're trying to paint him as going to like some small town, you know, yeah. uh, and everybody's like, yeah, right. He went to like the most affluent uh, neighborhood in Dallas. And even the mayor said, 
there's uh, like uh, he goes there is a rough part of Highland Park and it's on the other side of the toll road like yeah. trying to trying to, to like throw shade that you know he's yeah. really not from a, a rough area but the media does get stuff wrong because him and Clayton Kershaw we were all on the same little league baseball team as well mm. but Kershaw didn't play he he played I think up until seventh grade and then quit and yeah. he was the center of the, yep. like the of like the you know the YMCA like sixth grade and he might I don't think he played in seventh grade because he was such a good but he was we played on the little league team and Matthew and 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 Clayton were so good they played a year up I'm a year older than them and they just played a yeah. year up because they they kicked everybody's ass and when I tell you Clayton Kershaw was good at pitching back then yeah I mean I didn't know he's gonna be a Hall Could of you Fame hit him? guy. No. Oh, my God. No, dude. No, Stafford and Stafford would strike me out all the time. They'd embarrass me. I played the outfield and I played first base. You know, I was I batted eighth. I was like, I was never good yeah. at hitting. But but football. So you're the captain with Matt Stafford. You're tight end. I was well, thinking no, I was defensive end. And then so listen to this, Maddie. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told you this story. I'm still yeah. sick about it. Yeah. The last game of the year, Matt Stafford wide open. They put me in the tight end to give me a touchdown. And he, he over no, he overthrew me. And oh, that's what they no. say. They say I dropped it. And he overthrew me. He was. Do you I have was it on too, tape? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can get it on tape, but I don't even want to watch it. It haunts me so much. I mean, it's literally. I. It's like that movie. You know, there's a movie where like Mr. Destiny or whatever, where yeah. it's like his life. If he hits the home run in the game, his life is yeah. one way, and if he doesn't, your life would be completely different. It would yeah. be completely freaking different, dude. I'm probably in the NFL now or some crap. But did you think yeah. he was gonna go to Georgia and be a superstar and do all this? Or I knew he was really good at uh, gonna be like a good college player for sure. Yeah. I didn't know he'd be like in the NFL like that. I I thought um because they were recruiting him as a sophomore, dude. He came out of nowhere his sophomore year and brought us yeah. to like the state semifinal game. And that was just really unexpected. No sure. kids usually did that at like the highest high school football level or the second, technically the second. And, and you come level. from Friday Night Lights, like as Friday Night Lights. Is Dude, are you kidding? Helen Park High School. Our high school has the record for most uh, high school football wins of all time. Dude, it is our stadium. Look at you. You, don't, you take that shit serious. Oh, dude, it's the real deal. This is no BS. I mean, it's just important. Dude, listen to this. Our, our high school, it's a nice high school. They made these boo-boo shirts with Stafford mm -hmm. and put number seven on it. They sold 25,000 T-shirts in one week at $20. This is now or this was years ago? This was yesterday. This Wait, who, was the, who made that money? And the, the, the athletic fund. I don't know how they get all that money, but they were selling them from the stadium. And they were, didn't even look good. You know, they, they didn't, you know, they looked like the Chinese. They, had like some, they probably had some high school design them. Yeah, well, no, but, but they ripped off like, you know how they do the jersey T-shirts where it'll say like seven and then the name Stafford and it looked yeah. like a Lions jersey or it looked like a Rams jersey. But it was a T-shirt and it just didn't even the font didn't look right. It just and they sold they sold twenty five thousand T-shirts. It said by just doing this interview with you now, I can tell that like Matt Stafford probably was a lot louder than you. No, I was the loudest. I'm joking. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't talk at all. He barely talks. His wife does all the talking. She's you, eight, did, yeah, she's like his Bobby the Brain. Did you meet her? Is she from Georgia or is she from Texas? And you know, it's funny. I want to tease Kelly, but she defended me so hard on the glass house. There's all these tweets on oh, her Twitter. Yeah. She's like, oh, he shouldn't have been eliminated, this and that. So like I could oh. be like, oh, I could be like, oh, she's trying to clout chase and all that. But I think she actually is genuinely a nice person. And uh, yeah. you know how, how she's trying to do the broadcasting thing? She's yeah, better than she's better than Brittany Mahomes. 
Well, that was the controversy out here because she's fighting with a lot of the remember Petros out here? There's a war because Petros called him Matt, and she's like, first of all, it's Matthew. Yeah, so yeah. They yeah, have yeah. a they have a battle going on that's pretty wild right now with her. So she, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm worried about her. Like, do not go Brittany Mahomes way, you know? Like, you don't want to go that way. Well, and why do you think why do you think they spray the champagne on the people? Or when they I lose, they, they pour water. Like, what happened to the thing is, no matter, even though these people care, they really don't even care. Like, I mean, it's like, why not have some class? It's like, you're still getting $100 million, Brittany. Why are you pouring drinks and water yeah, bottles? Or like, her, his brother, it's just this low class. And I'm yeah. a low class guy. I'm I know low class. Are. It doesn't get any lower class. I go on yeah. reality TV shows and spread my butthole wide open. I mean, I'll do anything <laughs> for clicks, basically. Uh, so, I yeah. That. I so mean, the great, I, the, the thank great, you. Thank you, Jim. The greatest thing you've ever done, <laughs> I, in my opinion, because I didn't know much about cowboy hats, but one of the guys on the Sweet Home Alabama, he goes, whatever you do, you never knock off a cowboy hat. So this kid goes on a <laughs> date. He's like the biggest cowboy ever. And he's got his hat on. And he's coming. He's like, I had a great date. And he walks in the room. And Alex just takes his hat and goes, Boosh. It just turns into a brawl. Why though? He wanted to fight all because I flipped his cowboy hat. That was the stupidest thing. You cannot flip a cowboy's hat. I didn't even know that was a thing, but you're from Texas. Matt, it, it seems like you would know. I know. I, I mean, feel like that has you, to be written into law. Luke, I, you think that, but I mean, I guess you're really not supposed to flip a person's hat, but dude, this is like a stupid reality show where you're just, you know, you're kind of looking for drama to create. Right, and yeah. so, so, you know, he's drunk. He's like, that's why Maddie's doing the first. He's like, you don't judge a cowboy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was like great. literally crying about it. Yeah. It was insane. It was funny because all the city guys were laughing. Like, there's like when you were fucking with the old guy, too, they're all like trying to laugh. They're like holding and dying laughing because they're loving what you're doing. And then the country guys were like, that Alex is just, he is just bad news. But, uh, I don't know. I'm a, I, I'm a big fan of yours. I think it's a great story that, like, you played with. You know, there's only, like, 40 guys who want quarterbacks that won the Super Bowl. And you can be like, I played on the high school team with him. You know, it's funny. I don't back. even care. I know, Matty, that's what everybody's saying. <laughs> I was on his team, and I don't even care. I was almost kind of rooting for Joe Burrow in a weird way. I don't even know why. It's oh. like. I mean, obviously, I wanted Stafford to win. I did want Stafford to win. It's just this weird feeling. Like, you think, like, oh, man, I would somehow feel clout. I almost feel like it was a wasted opportunity, like, being next to him. And he had all that success. It's, yeah. I'm almost I'm almost spiteful. Not really. I'm not even have any personal beef. He's never done anything other than overthrow me in the end zone. But other yeah. than that, I got no reason. I really actually wish Matthew the best. I like that he brings good attention. But, dude, really and truly, it doesn't make me feel – it kind of makes me feel worse than better in this weird way. Well, that's like, what I used to fuck with you because I used to text you. Anytime Kershaw or Stafford had a good game, I'd be like, oh, Stafford threw 303 touchdowns. What did you do today? I exactly. Well, see, that's the one of the biggest mental health curses that we have, especially in this day and age of social media, is that we compare yeah. ourselves to other people. And that's like literally one of the worst things we can do. And, and this is another thing is when we tear people down, what we don't realize is when you put out another person's candle, it doesn't make your candle shine any brighter. Oh, I felt people, good about doing it, though. I did. Well, I know. But what I'm saying is it's like, uh, uh, uh. 
I'm never, I shouldn't compare myself to these super duper champions like that. I mean, how am I well, supposed to, you know, it's well, it's like Matt second. Stafford and Clint Kershaw. It's just really odd that two guys were superstars in two different sports from the same high school. Very rarely. Yeah, but you got to think those two guys have never brought like the Duluth City Council down to their knees. Yeah. Come on. That's true. And I'm true. about to go to Duluth. It's so funny that you mentioned that, Luke, because <laughs> I'm going to Duluth and I like their jeans. I really like their manufacturing process. So it's funny that you bring that up. I, I, Duluth is actually on my list of places to go because it's Home funny. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Okay, but but listen, we, we got to talk some about sports because. Um, but well, I don't do you have any any stories like any behind the scenes like stuff we we should know about about Kirsch and, and well, Kirsch seems like a religious guy. You were in the locker room with them. How big are their dicks? Yeah. yeah. Tell us about oh, oh did I tell you this story? I told this story on this guy's. Oh my gosh, pull this up right now. Let me tell you a story about players' dicks. And I've already told this story in another podcast. <laughs> Makes yeah. me sound like a huge homo, but I, you guys. For reference, you need to look this guy up. His name is Johnny Payton. Type in Johnny Payton, University of South Florida. Maddie, this if you look at the picture of this guy. So you were, let's for, just say that Alex Stein was a walk-on. for. Uh, you played a couple days for South Florida <laughs> college football. And who played, ran you over? <laughs> you always have the story of the snake. He played Steven on- Nicholas, the snake. Yes, he played for the Atlanta Falcons third-round draft pick. Like the first play I ever got in, he knocks me out cold. But listen, look at this. We can talk about that. Look at Johnny Payton. Type this in. Look at his picture right now, Matty. Do you have your thing? Yeah, let me Google it. I'm going to grab my iPad. So I see a big Johnny. South Florida? South Florida. Look at him. Look how scary he looks. That guy had the biggest dick I had ever. I only saw it probably once or twice. Dude, it was such a python. That guy would always walk around naked. It probably hung to his knee. He ended up later getting arrested for a bunch of cocaine possession. But dude, yeah. that guy talk about dongs. I haven't, you know, sometimes you see some guys naked in the locker room. Dude, that dong haunts me, dude. It does was anybody like anybody ever does anybody ever say to him, like, yo, you got a big piece? Like, does anybody mention that? No, nah, anybody- I didn't hear anybody ever talk to him. I never talked about him, but dude, he would walk around with a towel around his neck. Most people wore it around their waist to cover yeah. their penis, you know. Sure. He would wear it around his neck. Dude, it was almost like it, it was. I've watched pornography. It was, I mean, I mean, it's like that. He looks like you know, a smaller like, guy. He doesn't look like a big like. He was like six six. He was huge, dude. He was tall. Yeah. He was like six six, like one seventy five. You know, one of those yeah, guys. He looks smaller. Sticking. Yeah, but dude, he was huge. He was like tall, and his his dick was bigger than his leg, dude. Okay, well, here's a question. Let's get back to Matt Stafford. When the, everybody's putting out those pictures, like Frat Stafford. Was Frat Stafford a party guy or was he seems like a really just no, no, he just got he he actually got it twice in high school. Uh, MIPs minor possession of alcohol where he had to miss, but instead of instead of um, uh, uh, you know, being suspended for a game, he got suspended for for a football game, he got suspended for the track meet, like they said he was Uh, was during the offseason, yeah, yeah, he had to miss three track meets. Um, and so I know uh, why you were suspended for a half though. Because I have such a good memory. Alex Stein sacked somebody and then he pretended to piss on him like a dog. I lifted my leg. Yeah, you did. That's good memory. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes. Uh-huh. Well, I got I got suspended in the second, the first half of the next game because they didn't of that. give you yeah. the Matt Stafford. Uh, you, you're suspended for track and field. No. And dude, one time I hit Matthew. We weren't allowed to hit the quarterbacks. So I just kind of knocked Matthew kind of hard, but he didn't have his chin strap buckled. 
And I got yeah. to shoot out by our coach so bad, Maddie. Like, what if you uh, knocked him out and it just changed everything? And the Rams didn't win the Super Bowl this year, and they still had Jared Goff. What is it like? Well, are you Jim and Kelly Stafford? Uh, What's yeah. Are okay, you guys? Are you guys in LA? Where are y'all? No, Jim is in Nebraska. Jim's a great guy. We found he's he's yeah. the XFL Jim. He loves like uh, XFL, USFL. He's like a gambling guy. Funny as fuck. Great funny videos. And Luke has been a friend of mine for a while, and I just love interesting people. Like, you were a guy that I met that I always just found really fascinating and interesting and different, and you rub people the wrong way. I mean, Grantland once wrote about you, and this is what they said about you, quote, you look like the, a type of guy that dips tobacco in his asshole. What That's article is that? Yeah. What, 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 what was they writing about? What the was worst that? Cooking, it was like the you were on the worst yeah. cooking podcast. And they're like, <laughs> then there's a frat guy, Alex Stein, who looks yeah. like he likes to dip tobacco in his asshole. And to get that kind of press actually is really impressive, in my opinion. Because what about the TikTok? Dude, Maddie, what do you think about the viral TikTok nurse video? That's the one. I can't believe that went so viral, yeah. me dressing up and singing like that. I would never expected that to well, happen. I I just love your commitment because you went about a year and a half not getting a lot of views and then it just took like one video and next thing you know you blew up and I and I'm like you inspired me now to make the Tinder swindler whatever thing and uh you know I'm just really blown away by how committed you are and like I talked to people about your comedy and we're like you just don't stop like you're you're so Manny, why don't you tell the audience at home who might not be familiar with yeah. uh, alex's alex got a viral video where he dressed up as a, a doctor a nurse he goes to these town hall meetings where he gets like two or three minutes to speak and then did a vaccination rap that went viral and nobody knew like whether he was real or not and it they really played on abc on. news they thought it was yep. real yeah, said, <laughs> oh, vaccinate Lord. my body Yep. Vaccinate me at the party. Vaccinate my mom. Vaccinate yep. me in my thong. Okay, so I gotta go make my repeat next week at the city yeah. council. I don't. I, what's it, the, this is Alex. What's ahead. the deal with these things? Because you get on and then you get on Zoom too, and they usually can't cut you off. Is that like in their bylaws or something? Like what? It's what's... In, in different cities have different stuff, but like in California, it's called the Brown Act, where you uh -huh. know they have to if there's they an have... actionable thing or there's a public comment section, they have to give you your time. But if you say something profane during it, they they do have uh, they they have the ability to cut you off. But this is the problem in Marin County, outside of San Francisco. I called in and I said this guy's banging my wife. He's at work on yeah, a suicide. I saw bike. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but I said it on a couple. It's kind of a hacky joke. That's why I'm actually going to start going to less and start focusing on like what I'm going to say at them. But but regardless, let me tell this story. So I said this guy's banging my wife and yada yada yada. So they this uh, this guy writes an article in Marin because he just thinks I'm funny. He's actually like a huge Andy Kaufman fan. So yep. they end up they end up knowing who I was. So be, so the second week when I when I went to go on, they didn't even let me speak. As soon as they saw me, they cut me yeah. off. Even yeah. though I, even yes, and so that is technically a uh, and the violation of the Brown Act. Now how this is significant, the Brown Act. Like what is that? Well, the most I can get is only a thousand dollars. I could get a thousand dollar fine, or oh. and they could pay me a thousand dollars. But any any politician found guilty of violating the Brown Act immediately loses their position. That's, That's the punishment. Of, they have yeah. to let you go. The best so I, listen, the, though. Yeah, you listen, need to bring down the government. And, yep. it, it even sounds crazier. So in Marin, this Katie Rice girl, the girl that did it, they don't even like her. So now the county attorney, they're like, 
they might kick her out of this city council because of because of this Brown Act violation that somehow I it's like I brought her off sides basically. Well, I think the funniest thing that I just heard you did one where Dallas we were talking about the parks and there was a glory hole problem, and one of the politicians at the end goes, "Let me just preface that there are no glory holes at this park," and he was dead serious. Oh, man. He was a, that's not the kind of park I want to go to. Yeah. No, he was 100% dead serious. He's like, there never has been, there never was uh, glory holes. But see, I'm going to get their ass next time. So I'm going back. I'm going to make edited pictures of glory holes. And that guy's name is Mr. Dickey. So I'm going to create this whole narrative that he's hiding. He's in charge of the glory holes. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, the guy that makes money indirectly from the glory holes would protect them at all costs. So these people, it's so easy. Like if they really do want to, it's it's called they're non-playable characters. It's like you know, in a non-playable yeah. characters in a video game, you can't interact with it. But see, the problem is when I go and speak at these meetings, they they technically can't. You know, they don't want to interact with me. But once they yeah. bring them on my level, the NPCs, when they become a playable character, I draw them off sides. That's what's so good about well, it. Let so me I ask do. you. Let me ask you a tough question. Would you rather be in the NFL right now or doing these videos? You're in the NFL. You have to honest to God. Honest yeah. to God. I would love to be a deep snapper in the NFL and play to like 42. And, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't even need to be a hall of fame guy, you know, just get to play for a couple of different teams, experience different cities. That would be good. But if you could tell me that I could be a big time broadcaster or creating some sort of like daily show, Colbert type show as an adult, Mm -hmm. you know, like late, you know, longer than when NFL career, I would take that. You know I mean? I I just think, I think it would be even funnier if you were a long professional, long snapper calling into city council meetings all over the place. That would be way funnier. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying if I had to pick both, I think I'd rather be a fame. I'd almost rather be Chris Cuomo than, you know, he got fired. I'm saying that that job's so cush. Like Glenn Beck. I mean, those guys, you know who has it so easy is all those sports guys. Like they're yep. wrong about every shit. Who's what? What's his name? Uh, the uh, uh, my. Uh, well, I can't even think of his name. I love him. You, we love him. What's the guy from New York? Uh, dude, not Frank. the Mad Dog, but uh, Francesca. Yeah, Mike Francesca. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, he's, dude, he's, he's wrong, and I miss that. That one guy has all the best takes that he used to. Well, uh, the, the beauty of Francesca is that he was, you know, the troll calls are amazing. I mean, the whole Jason Giambi, like you would have fit right in calling him because you you would have drove him nuts. Like he he's famous now for the troll calls and he doesn't handle it well because he's like, go, go help an old lady across the street. He's an NPC. He doesn't yeah. know how to like, he's, yeah. he doesn't know how to he's handle. just like a radio guy. He doesn't so know I, I to... see with you and your videos, what makes you great is you're people think you're dumb. Because yep. you talk a lot, and you you I'll I call it straight. I'm your friend, so I can be honest with you. You 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 crave attention so much. You're on all the time, but I I accept you for that. But you know, you are so smart. You know when there's blood in the water, when you got these motherfuckers and they're like unhinged by you. You know exactly how to like put the needle inside them and just get the reaction you want. Like you, and that takes that takes intelligence. No, it takes mental uh, insanity. But that is the one thing. It's like I, sometimes I don't really necessarily want to make people laugh. So I don't really consider myself a comedian. It's like performance art. I almost want to just yeah. invoke a response. Uh, but when I say that, it makes me sound like I'm some sort of artist. It's not even that. I mean, I'm it's not people, easy. You know? It's not easy to troll. It's not easy to be committed. It's not easy to sit there and know that you're pissing people off. Like the you did the Real Housewives video, which I think is one of your better videos. And you said everything that an annoying person would say to them, like any, like when they're like, 
when you're like, it's in my park. I can be in this fucking park too. Like, you know, yeah, they said we're trying to film. I'm like, I'm filming too. What are you talking we're about? All we're all filming, filming here. Yeah. Yeah. We're filming. So you're yeah. saying like everything that, that and a total asshole that would annoy the fuck out of them would say. Like you know exactly what to say to get them like at ten of like their blood is burning, and that does take talent. You're a talented motherfucker. Alex, when did you realize you could like? I remember seeing you at the city council meetings before, but then when did you realize you could just zoom into any city council meeting all over the country? Yeah. Well, see, I ran out of meetings to hit because in Dallas, you can only go to like, you can only go once every 30 days. And they ran out. Well, yeah, because I was one, it was 29 days in between my last (laughs) thing. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and the mayor could have shown me like, he could have been like, oh, because it's going to make another month. You know, he could have let me yeah. speak, but no, they're such a hard on about it. Uh, but no, dude, now actually it's funny. So Luke, so I kind of went in like overdrive where now I've been signing up for all these meetings. And like, I just, I've been like kind of stressing myself out, like what bit and kind of rehashing material. So the, I am going to keep doing Zoom ones in cities I can't get to. Like last night, man, I called into the Malibu city council meeting. Dude, you have no idea what's going on in Malibu. No, listen. In Malibu, this guy won the vote as mayor, and this woman did a false accusation. Her name is Revy, that he made like sexual innuendos with her. Because of that, they did an investigation. He like gave up his mayorship, and the council got to vote on like a, a temporary mayor. This is all in Malibu, like not very yeah. far from Maddie. <laughs> no, but listen, so all the allegations turned out to be false. I'm, I'm just watching the meeting to troll the meeting. It's like yeah. all these people are dead serious. They call in. The most people I've probably seen call into like these meetings, they, they let like 60 people speak on it. They all are like, you know, you should let this guy be mayor. Um, the guy that was rightfully voted now that the allegation turned out to be false. Yeah. And the city council is only like six people on the thing. They get to decide who the mayor was. So the, the mayor that was like the temporary mayor, this guy, this, mm-hmm. I've never seen a slimier guy in my life. Yeah. He's so follow me. He's he's the temporary mayor. He's like supposed to step down in the meeting and they're going to vote for a new mayor. And it just for some reason, because of how it works, the city council gets to decide these city council members. And they won't elect this Bruce Silverstein guy that's supposed to have the allegations. Yeah. And they end up uh, and they end up electing this guy, Steve Urig. Who, the reason why it's important is he declines the position. He knows it's all fake. And yeah. none of the other council members, because they're all in on the sham because they hate this Bruce guy. And this is like not like all these people are covering. So you have so, Cassie Campbell with you, too, right? But listen, yeah, he was supposed to be on this. But let's long story short. So this meeting is insane. These people had to end up doing like six votes. It's going off yeah. the rails. People are like, what? Nobody's even seen it. This poor guy, he actually won the election. He still doesn't get it. Finally, it comes down to where he's like mayor pro tim and this guy that was originally set down for mayor ends up still taking the mayorship because this other guy that they wanted won't do it because he knows it's all a sham so when i get up instead of i got to speak twice instead of trolling dude i let this guy have it i'm like oh man i've never seen i go to every meeting i'm a troll i I said who i am i said (laughs) i I gotta post this video i said dude i go to all these city council meetings i've never seen a more public embarrassment nothing that i could say can come out of my mouth and i and i in the meeting you broke character yeah, I broke the fourth wall so much, dude. I couldn't, I could not break the fourth wall. And a matter of fact, so much so, I emailed Bruce, the guy, the mayor pro tem, and I'm interviewing yeah. him tomorrow. I mean, no, dude, I've never been, dude. It was a sham. I've never been part of a city council sham like this, dude. And 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 the the what what I'm trying to say, the reason why it was a sham is this guy that was the mayor. He kind of he was like the temporary mayor. He was stepping down. 
knew yeah. that the, the few council members hated this. They, the thing is, the people of Malibu like this guy, but the mm-hmm. other council members hate him. So they'll never let this guy be mayor, and the election is until 18 months. So it's kind of a big deal that they won't let this guy. I'll have to look into this. Like, we don't know. Any, the only thing I know about Malibu is uh, the big Lebowski when he says, stay the fuck out of Malibu. That's See, I, and I, I was just there on this. Friday. I was in yeah. Malibu on Friday. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's funny because I don't know anything about these cities, but then like now I know all about Malibu. I'm talking to the Bruce Silverstein. I know the guy that should be the mayor. It's weird. You go to these meetings. I'm basically a comedic lobbyist because yeah. really, and now in the, a lot of these meetings, like in Washington, you can virtually testify where I hit the ball in front of the House of sure. Representatives. Yeah. It's like, dude, um, you know, now you have access to these politicians. You actually can meet some important people. And yeah, like, you did the mayor. Portland. How big is the mayor of Portland? And guess what I got going next week? There, and so now I paid a guy on Fiverr to make a talent like he's the Taliban, and I'm oh, gonna be boy. able to play it through my OBS. And it's a, he's gonna be a, a guy in Pakistan. Made it. Well, if you can he's get be- Simon Lashie on a Zoom, the, the the Tinder swindler to scam some women, I'd be totally up for it, or he would be up for it. <laughs> Dude, Maddie, why is that guy so badass? I mean, do you feel sorry for him though? What, what? I don't know how it ended. What happened to the guy? Is he? Is he uh, well, he's fine. He's not even in jail. I mean, I just found it funny because, like, he's such a the way he talks is so funny, and I can kind of do that Israeli accent. So I was just like, hey, I'll just do a character based on him, and it's it's kind he's of a funny. Fake diamond salesman. You could do yeah, a fake yeah. diamond salesman too. And it's just like, baby, baby, <laughs> we're going to make. Dude, you you look like Adam Sandler in that movie. Oh. Uh, What's the movie? Dude, I uh, love that movie. By the way, you, I was telling you my brother. You can watch that movie, Maddie. I can't yeah. even watch that movie. My brother I love was, that movie. who's into gambling. He's like, we got to do these open t- opening tip bets. I'm like, there's no opening tip bets. But uh, I was looking at Bavada for the Super Bowl. They're doing that stuff. It was like the Rams yeah, the to coin win the coin flip? toss. Yeah, to win the coin toss, to win the game, this, that. So now it's like these uh, – Uncut gems bet, <laughs> which is pretty prop wild. That movie's bets. great. Mike Francesa's in it. He's great. Uh, KG is great in it. That movie's fantastic. Uh, it gives anxiety the whole movie. But Mike Francesa, yeah. dude, it's sad that he retired. I mean, if his, you could his... call him, you would you would drive him nuts. Like if you if you had like a funny question, like he wouldn't he wouldn't know what to do with you. You would play him like a piano because. He gets worked by trolls all the time. Uh, you know who I just uh, trolled? I just called into W77, uh, WABC, and uh, yeah. this guy, Dominic Show, and uh, uh, they hired Anthony Weiner. Curtis Lee has a weird. show. With, isn't that yeah. crazy? What do you guys think yeah. about that? That's, that's pretty weird. I mean, he was pretty ostracized in New York. Uh, it is. Yeah, I can't uh, believe is, this guy that like yeah. rides the subway looking for fights yeah. wants yeah. to hang out with this guy. <laughs> I know, right? Like a guy that's like moral wants to do a show with a guy that like was banging like what his babysitter or something or something. Well, yeah, and he, he's well, he's like sending like dick pics with his baby in the picture yeah, while he's got like a boner. It's really ups. It's gross. Yeah, that's it. Is weird, like people making comebacks i mean jeffrey tubin is that his name he got a he got a second chance he cranked um, it right on film well, let me I ask mean, you this question how many hours are you are you doing this like are you doing like nine in the morning you wake up and you're like figuring shit out to like you go to bed it seems like yeah. you're doing that well dude maddie i don't know we haven't talked about it you know my mom yeah. died in october yeah uh, she got covid she died in my arms i've been totally screwed up i mean it, yeah. it's funny I'm, I'm having this success uh 
Blaze TV, just I'm, I'm now a regular uh, a contributor on every Friday at one in the mm-hmm. afternoon. I'm a, a co-host a show now with this girl, Sarah Gonzalez. Like I'm getting some notoriety now. Um, and, and the first day that I got to work at the Blaze, the reason why this is important in Dallas, that Paramount Studios built the studios in like like in the early 80s. They thought, you know, Dallas is going to be like the next hub of television and film. Yeah. And it and not really much got filmed there. Barney, the purple dinosaur, got filmed at the studio and like some movies, JFK and stuff. But Glenn yeah. Beck ended up buying it and made his headquarters Blaze Studios in How Texas. convenient for you. That's great. Exactly. So nobody has, there's no independent media. So what are the chances that there's like some sort of semi-conservative place that will even, you know, platform me? <laughs> yeah. A lunatic, dude. And this is what You I'm are a like, lunatic. The, the looniest person ever, but they love it because it brings attention because that's what they want to do is bring attention to their network. And this is what I'm saying is now I'm just starting off as a temporary thing every Friday and they're going to use me as like a fill in, you know, fill in role. But dude, very soon, as long as I just be myself and I do, you know, continue yeah. to troll some people, I know that I can get a show there. And then that's this is going to totally change. Well, well I to, I'm not going to ruin your rep, but me and you together, we had some real heart to hearts. Where you were uh, very vulnerable and sensitive, but I won't tell. So anybody. vulnerable. They they said that on the show how they liked that I'm vulnerable about my mom died. But this is what I'm talking about. You are talking about my schedule is what I'm saying is I haven't had any joy since she died. All this cool stuff happening. And, but the thing is, the only thing that gives me some sort of like, I guess, uh, distraction is when yeah. I'm doing these little trollings or I'm kind of. But know, it was looking. genius. Look, and I know you've talked to me about your mom a lot, and we've had some really good conversations about like your, you know, your childhood and whatnot. I mean, you found humor, like you got the fucking, what are they called? The Island Boys to sing about your mom dying. I mean, who would do that? People think it's insensitive. My mom, you know, she had a really good sense of humor. But this is the thing, though. It's like um, uh, there's no proper even way to eulogize somebody that that dies. It's like people are like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. But the people that have had lost, you know, a parent or something, they I know how much you love there because we've had some we've had some conversations like me and you in your car eating Wendy's like in a parking lot. And you're like, you know, my mom, like how much deeply you feel about her. So I fucking know. So yeah. I knew this like, is what sucks, Maddie. All these people tell me and I and I get it. People are like, oh, I had not talked to my mom in a year. You know, when I died, yeah. like maybe I should reach out to her. And I'm like, dude, I was basically not taking care of my mom. But basically, like, you know, I was getting her groceries when she was sick. Yeah. Uh, and I talked to her every day. And it's just like, oh, it makes me feel so rotten that that. I lost her. Like, she's proud of you right jacket. now. She's really proud yeah, of you. But AC is, she's okay. I know, but it just sucks dick, dude. It's a really no, you're a Cowboys really fan. What, do you have any hope for the fucking Cowboys? Or- no, dude. Let's talk about some sports real quick. Dallas yeah. Cowboys is zero zilch. Never How much does Mike McCarthy suck? Get him out of there. Dude, hey, Brian Flores has a better record over the last two years than Mike McCarthy. Why does Mike McCarthy get to keep his job? I can't answer it because he, he coached Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers hand, handed him a Super Bowl title. Which let's, ask he, XFL, let's ask XFL Jim. Is Brian yeah. Flores, is, is he going to, is his case going to be good when he sues the NFL for God, racism? God, I hope so. Fuck it. I bring it all down. I'm, I'm still mad Miami fired him. He's a big I, Miami fan. Yeah, Jim's a Miami fan, but he lives in See? the how did I know that? I knew Jim would have some sort of opinion <laughs> on that. I can just tell him, like, Claire, you have the Miami vibes with the shirt. Yeah. Wait, but so so what happens, though? Let's say they find him guilty or something. We know the Rooney rule. They just do that in interviews. Yeah. Coaches yeah, never garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's 100% right, I think, in this case. Uh, I yeah, mean, it is, they probably it is, just, like, yeah. they probably fire. They probably, like, 
out the uh, the Dolphins owner and then just forget about it. I mean, here's the wow. worst thing that happened to him, though. Here's the worst thing for his kicks. When you Jackson comes on your side, you're in trouble because you Jackson is an idiot and he changes the story all the time. And it's like, what do so you think it's a hundred thousand a game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when that. like you Jackson starts chiming in, it's like, dude, get out of here. You're going to ruin this. You know, like you're, you, you, you're all over the place, but Brian Flores was a good coach. He took over a bad team. He got them respectable. They're still, they were, they're, they're still on the up and up. I love Mike McDaniel. I think he's a lot of fun. I do too. I do too. Yeah. He, he's a lot of fun. He, the, the 49ers all call him a genius. What he did with Debo Samuel was genius. Debo Samuel said he's going to miss the guy like crazy. So it's great for Miami, but, you know, Flores did deserve a job. And, like, you know, I became kind of a Bucks fan because, you know, how much I love Brady. And I wanted to see Leftwich get a job, you know, and I wanted to see Bowles get a job. And it was just odd that all these guys really fast didn't get an opportunity, which is a little weird. But the, the problem with the NFL is it's like it's a trend business where a guy like Sean McVay does well and everybody's like, let's find the next Sean McVay. So then you got Zach Taylor, then you got McConnell, then you got Staley and you get McDaniel. So these are all like young 34 year old white guys that aren't necessarily like athletes that played in the NFL. And they're trying to capture that Sean McVay magic. But, you know, it's, you know, McVay is a, is a good coach on his own. It's hard to, it's just like when everybody tried to hire Bill Belichick guys and nobody could do what Belichick did, you know? So, but you know what I miss? I miss the days of like Bill Parcells where they would get a bunch of yep. veterans and pit and, and, you know, hodgepodge teams together. This day and age, they're just so reliant on the draft and like, you know, they yeah. are about tanking games. You know, it's like, I remember the idea of like major league, like every year is like the last, you know, you kind of had the vibes where you're, you're trying to string together a, a team to win a championship. I just don't get that those vibes anymore. Any yeah. Do you, do you have season tickets to the Cowboys or? No. I mean, I went to a few games. I used to, you know, have season tickets in the nosebleeds uh, because, you know, it was only eight games a year. But, no, yeah. I don't even – I'd go to, like, two or three games. I mean, dude, I'm so sick of the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones. I've given them so much money. And I know as a fan, maybe that makes it sound ungrateful. But, dude, the Cowboys have won less uh, uh, playoff games than the Jacksonville Jaguars, have not appeared in an NFC championship or even won a divisional round. They've appeared in the divisional round but not won yeah. the divisional round yeah. in 26 years. That's, yeah. that's, that's really bad. Well, Jerry Jones has to be the star of the show. He's never going to get a coach that upstages him, you know? So Mike McCarthy's kind of this fat, roly-poly, you know, kind of reserved guy that you still like. It's still about Jerry Jones, you know? Like, he's still going to get the camera time. Uh, he tried with Parcells, but Parcells was over, you know, when they got Parcells, he, was at his, he wasn't the Giants Patriots, Jets, Parcells. He was, you know, over the hill Parcells. He was, but dude, he brought them to the playoffs. A team that was like with Quincy Carter. Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. And that team actually, if they could have won, and then he he's the guy that brought Tony Romo to Dallas. Yeah, uh, him and Sean Payton. So I mean, you love Tony. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, people say I look like Tony. Not that's not that's not why I like him. <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah. do I like Tony? I would have liked him better if he didn't go to Cabo San Lucas in 2007, right before the, the best yeah. year they ever had. That was a tough loss. I remember that loss to the Giants. And they won that Super Bowl. And the, the Cowboys beat the Giants twice that year. So, oh, well, I'm jumping around. Do you have a lot of videos that, like, are unreleased that are going to blow our minds in the next Not few days? Or- 
Not really. I got a couple, you know, that just haven't they haven't uploaded, you know, to the thing. But I mean, I got yeah. some. How'd I got some meet, ideas. Go how'd ahead. you meet the Cassie Campbell kid? Because I, just I discovered him from him, and his Lex Gross. He does Lex Grossman, the guy from uh, Tropic yeah. Thunder, and he goes to the mall as Lex Grossman. You <laughs> like that, Maddie? I can tell you like that. He oh, I love, I love, I okay, love characters. So now I'm friends with, with Cassidy. So you like yeah. that character because Cassidy is, dude. I don't know how he. I didn't know that. him until I met you, and then I, and now all of a sudden I get his videos on my feed. And like his characters are really great. The gym guy where he drinks the water and he just goes like that is funny. (laughs) Well, I'm saying he just does these pranks. They're so funny. And like he used to actually kind of be more like, you know, aggressive in the pranks. But now he's like kind of he had like a kid and he's like more Christianized, I guess, basically in a way. But uh, what I'm saying is, dude, he makes these prank videos. They're hilarious. I'm going to do a bunch. I want to do a bunch more stuff with them. The thing is, like. It's hard to kind of do pranks together, though. It's I don't know. It's no, the to... ones you did, the, the ones you did with the with the the acting class where you was the the, the that was good. Yes, yeah. You so guys were, were more amazing together. You guys were. They did Jim. They did one where they did a Zoom acting class, and Alex plays himself, and this guy plays like a white rapper, and they know and... each other, but they start fighting with each other in the class, and they ruin it. And it's so good because they just destroy the class. And I was and you dying. Guys are like, you guys are wondering who Cassidy Campbell is. He's this guy. He has like a million and a half subs on, on YouTube. And he, uh, you know, he lives in the Metroplex. Like he lives in a suburb of Dallas. Yeah. And it's, it, dude, everywhere I've gone and filmed with him, Maddie, I'm not kidding. I've never seen this before. Everybody recognizes him. And that's I mean, the problem. Wears, I noticed that too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wears that that outfit, dude. We go everywhere. Guitar Center is like, oh, Cassidy yeah. Campbell. So it's weird. That's all it takes yeah. about a million subs on YouTube. And literally every place we go, they're like, oh, are you that guy from YouTube? Yeah. That's and then right like here, Luke, yeah. Luke and Jim have never seen him. But I, Maddie, you've only seen him shortly. I guess you recognize him. I don't know because he plays that. Well, I, that I, I got into character. the Jim character. I, I love the characters that the guy w- works out. And I like the Lex Grossman. The rap guy is funny. And uh, the rich asshole is great, too. He goes into, like, a store, and he's like, what's the most expensive thing? And they'll tell him, and he laughs, and he walks out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I bought a Yale sweatshirt. Him and I are going to go pretend like I'm from Yale, and he's from Harvard. And we're oh, that's say, great. Which, yeah. yeah, which school is better? I'm going to be like, oh, my school is nicer than your shitty school. And then we're going to yeah. go in public and do that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, actually he, just got the sweatshirt. He's super talented. He's super fucking talented. You know, like, both of you guys are, are great. I mean, it is hard, like, you know, sometimes to hit the the – the charisma together but you guys have you guys have made magic before so you're too nice maddie you're being too I'm nice a, i'm a huge fan he was I, well, believe me i'll i i listen i'll be as honest when you were doing stand-up i thought you were okay but i just didn't think that was like your best thing i think you're tall and it's a little intimidating like a six three guy doing stand-up it's a <laughs> lot easier being like a five four troll like me Mm-hmm. So people don't react to stand-up comics that are like tall and like good looking. No, this is what it is, dude. Stand-up comedy is there's so yeah. many other forms of comedy than exactly. just you know, sitting in the microphone and talking like that. I mean, but what I you're like- doing is so ballsy and so like what comedy used to be where it's like, he's not going to go there. Oh, shit, he just did. And that's what you're doing now. And that's what I'm like so impressed by because comedy is – become very very like where you have to kind of do it in a box like they tell you what you can joke about what you can't and then you do it in a box but you said fuck that i'm just gonna go outside the box i'm gonna do my thing 
and I'm going to piss people off and it's going to be shocking and revolting. And you've, and you've, you capture that, that really comedy has stopped doing that. Yeah. And you're but not now, even trying to be funny sometimes, which is great. Yeah. But the thing is now, because of that, I'm not going to get on that, that TV show. You know, they're going to see Dude, me Tim all that makes $100,000. You don't, you don't need the mainstream yeah. anymore, man. I you, agree. You Luke, keep doing I what agree. you're doing, dude. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, take it from a guy who moved, you know, I also moved to L.A. with that kind of, you know, mindset. But nowadays, I mean, look at us right now. Like, this was not a thing five years no. ago, really. You know, no. So, um, yeah, now we're now we're making I mean, stuff like this. Know, like, so Maddie's like on TikTok. Guy like that. Like, He's a very talented guy, but I don't even know if he can fit in the mainstream. Like, I, I think he does brilliant stuff that i the found mainstream sucks i mean yeah so the mainstream cares? sucks so, yeah literally nobody likes seeing it nobody yeah. likes any of this all it's all about having like a gay trans latino lead and i'm pro-gay i'm not anti-gay but you know what i mean it's like they're, <laughs> they're about checking intersectionality boxes yeah. before they are about creating content dude just look at the top movies from 1994 it's like shushing yeah. american pie and then the top movies from 2022 it's like Spider-Man, which is a good movie, yeah. but that there's no not one other good movie. It doesn't make sense. Well, they've they've phased movies out. Like you'll never see a Wolf of Wall Street again. You'll never see like a good fellas because there's it's too negative and it's too like they feel like they're glorifying shitty people that are not, you know, politically correct to what they want. So unfortunately, you're not gonna see those characters anymore. And that made the great greatest movies because like I don't want to be Henry Hill. But I do want to get in this world for 90 minutes and understand like how this crazy person lived his life because that's what movies are. They they take you to places that you wouldn't want to do, but you're curious about. Well, so Maddie, just speaking of this sports podcast, think about sports yeah. movies. They used to be cool, major league, you know, like doing yeah. drugs and stuff. Yeah. Now every sports movie, it's like The Rock being like a nanny or a transgender fairy. Well, or something. They're you know, trying to like, they're trying to be moneyball. Every yeah. every sports movie is going to try yeah. and be moneyball. Well, and that's the thing they're going for inspirational stuff like, you know, some Asian girl that's transgender is a chess champion. That's a great story, but it's not yeah. as entertaining as like a guy doing like drugs before a game or something. It's never as cool as like Ricky What if Man they had her doing thing. a bunch of blow before her now, big chest? Yeah, there you go. Okay, that would be yeah. cool. Now that would, and that would be cool. Okay, yeah. that's mine. You guys can't have that. I've already yeah, sold no, it to you... Netflix. I wouldn't <laughs> listen, Alex. I would not worry about the the mainstream stuff if they if they if they do that. If they they cut you off because of that, you're pri- you're you're you you're become better off because it's like Remember in rap when they put the stickers on the albums and then the the, the sales went so way up, skyrocketed. Yeah. Well, it's and, like yeah, and, the, everything's so formulaic now. If you you know, it's all produced from a Netflix algorithm, and it's it sucks nuts. So that's why there's so that's why there's always new social media and stuff popping up because everything. Yeah sucks so there everybody's looking for something better than, than that's what the meme spoon fed that's so. what we want is memes basically luke you know that's what yeah. like we want yeah. short content literally yeah. that's better than tv yeah absolutely. absolutely well i'm proud of you man i'm proud i got to meet i mean i'm proud you're my friend and i'm proud you know when you come out here you stay with me i'm i don't know i'm just like i i'm i'm 
I'm enjoying watching your Maddie, journey. think about all those that Wendy's hamburgers we had. Yeah. You know, now I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat those same hamburgers. I can't, I'd have so to you're a veggie now? That's crazy. I'm a vegetarian. Isn't that crazy? It's been over yeah. two years I've been a vegetarian. I'm, I'm Cali. That's how you know I am a Cali liberal at heart. You still do, um, do, you still do yoga? Remember you had that I, I gotta, I'm, I'm gained about 30 pounds since my mom passed because I haven't been I'm exercising. Sorry. I you know, have a girlfriend I'm no, dude, and I've been freaking with this one hoe, dude. All these hoes are getting attached lately. I'm not just saying this, Maddie. I'm not just saying this to be like, because, you know, I, no, know, I believe you, know, you. I know. Well, Maddie's, Maddie's been with me when I've gotten pussy and I've got no pussy and I've been yeah. sad about Girls Break My Heart. You've seen me yeah. and everything. Well, didn't a, a certain no, baseball but, pitcher stole your lady, right? Yeah, Sean Doolittle. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, he's with Aaron, uh, Aaron Dolan. Uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? But um, I'm telling you, dude, the viral video, all the hoes are crawling. All, I mean, all <laughs> there you go. Are they all, when that video went viral, I'm telling you, girls that I just like kind of talk to, oh, hey, we should do something. Oh, and you wouldn't think that, like, I don't know if it's really long standing. You're a standing. little star, brother. No, it's not even that, though. It's like, it's like, it's funny what it takes just having one little thing like yeah. that. And it does, obviously, I'm not as anybody. I'm not a celebrity. I'm nothing like that. But it's like these girls that were, I was like on the fence if they fuck me or not. Now they would. And well, it's like, girl, like Luke you know. says, like, I've been in a slump. Luke just says, get back on stage. And that was the only time I ever got girls was when I was on stage. It's like your value goes when you're performing and you're doing something dangerous and, and ballsy and making people laugh. Your your value goes way up. I this can't is speak it. for XFL Jim because he's drinking 45 uh, Bud Light coolers at the same time. But, you know. No, this is it, guys. It's not even about how big of a content creator you are. Yeah. But it's that you're creating something, you know, and most exactly. people don't. So when yeah. people see that, it's like, oh, man, this person is creating something and you're different. Yeah. So it's like I wouldn't, you know, whether you're going on stage, whether you're making a podcast, you know, it doesn't matter if you're creating like some sort of artistic endeavor. Sure. Uh, people are attracted to that. No I remember what. I uh, I was working with this girl and I printed out a screenplay I had written. Oh, you should have seen her drop. face. Oh. You should have seen her face. She didn't even oh. want to read it. You yeah. know, like I'm like, you want to read this thing? She's this like, no, it's okay. Right but she was Spielberg. just the fact that I, I had yeah. written it. You know, it was like, yeah. like I think nobody ever even read the thing. I just threw it away. You know, like it was. No. Uh, <laughs> well, you know how that check. You know how that that definitely checks out because, dude, like, so now I'll do like food reviews and stuff, Maddie, or, or you know, and like I'll yeah. bring my little camera. And you would think most people would be annoyed, like, oh, what is that camera? But more people are like, oh, what are you filming? Like, act yeah. interested. You know, like some oh, people absolutely. are like, oh. You, I'm saying, like, you know, if you're holding your cell phone out and you're filming, like, a Karen video, most people are like, oh, I don't want to be in it. But if you have, like, a little camera, like a GoPro, sure. people are usually like, oh, what is this? So it's just funny how that works, you know? Yeah, well, it's completely different if you have, like, a DSLR or something out with you. Yeah, like, that's like, what I'm saying. A Canon? Yeah, if I bring my Canon out, people are like, oh, what is it? Even if I'm at a little restaurant, people aren't like, oh, no. They're usually like, oh, what is this? And, and girls will love it, too. It's just funny how they're like, oh, what? What is it? So it's not even what you're creating. It's just being a creative. It's, it just brings attention. If you can find me that sweet home Alabama stuff, that would be the greatest gift because I used to show clips of that to everybody. Dude, I, I that, that was... the first episode is the only free episode online. All these people on my show have watched it. They send me all these messages to people in my audience. Yeah. Oh, I watched Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I found it online. That's yeah, the no, greatest. Like, I it, love The Bachelor. I got it out to there. The Bachelor. I've never seen a better troll than you. Like yeah, you, you should, took, uh, clip it and put it on your yeah. page. 
Yeah. yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, I do need to clip that. But see, the thing is, I look. I mean, I got kicked off because I was like so wasted and drunk fighting with the chaperone of the. Yeah, yeah, that's rant. what I want to see. That's what yeah. everyone yeah. wants to see. Fight, I know, but it's just so cringe. I mean, I well, think I do. Cringe. Maddie and I watch uh, The Bachelor, and yeah. all we talk about are the villains on that fucking yeah, show. Yeah, there, there's no get, show without the villains. Once you guys yeah. are Howard Stern, the show is boring. One thing when it gets to the last like two or three. Well, yeah, then then they hope you're invested enough in the love. But they need a guy, and you were the best. Like you were the best ever to be a villain. I mean, that that guy who made that that glass house ten minute video of all your stuff. Like I, I like you forget how crazy you told a girl her poop stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I said it sounds like orange scented shit every time she leaves yeah. the bathroom. Oh, man, I said a lot of stuff. She was taking you a lot of called, shit. You called a cop. He was like a baby back bitch yeah and he had murdered somebody i didn't even know come to find out yeah he was uh during the time the reason why he was able to go on the show is he was actually on leave for a pending court case and ended up getting getting found like not guilty or whatever but he actually murdered somebody on the job and you're just talking shit to this guy yeah yeah. and he was a cop he won the show he ended up winning the show the guy stein got in his face like this guy alex is a big guy this guy would fucking kill alex and Alex He's like, a real cop. Stop being a bitch right to his face. <laughs> My God. Oh, it was great. That's insane. Alex, where can everybody find you on all the platforms? You know, you're going to be able to find me on Twitter at AlexStein99, Instagram, PrimetimeStein. And if you search Conspiracy Castle on YouTube or AlexStein on YouTube, you're going to find a lot of freaky deaky content. So if you can't find me, you ain't looking. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. This is Alex, awesome. I can't thank this you. It's a blast. No, sometimes I bogart oh. the conversation. I apologize. You know, ah, it's, I'll let you guys it's you. That's, That's what you we expected. That's you, the weird, you want to hear the weirdest thing about you? So, like, I started sending my videos to my brother in law. So he started sending video. He loves you. So then he starts sending videos to all his liberal friends. And he just wants to get a rise out of them. And one of them was like, Yeah, I know about this guy. There's this underground punk band. I've, I'll get the name. I forget the name. But there is leftist underground punk band, like crusty gutter <laughs> punk. Put your videos under Instagram. Like, that's how crazy you've reached. It's like insane. Yeah, books. by the way, uh, Alex sort of transcends any politics, what he's doing. The uh, the actual joke is much better than yes. any... Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're just trying to... The people that are in power, like I said, are these non-playable characters. I'm just trying to make them playable and just trying to draw them off sides. And I'm happy. I wish other people and more people actually are. I've, I've, so many people have sent me messages. I'm signing up for city council. So if we get all these people yelling in these people's faces, uh, I think the world would be a better place. Whatever you want to call up, Simon. Much Lashie. more entertaining for sure. The, pl- the yeah. plenty of fish swindlers. The world's the big screwed reach. anyway. I, I think humans, the world's fucked yeah. anyway. So the, the plenty of fish swindlers ready to get on that circuit. Maddie, you- dude, we could we could make you Iranian or Saudi Arabian if you grow your beard out a little bit and yeah. put a, a turban on you, and you'd be we could say you're some oil sheik and get you all kinds of pussy. Well, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to do that, but I would love to be the Tinder swindler and talk about. That's what I'm talking wins. about, dude. You're gonna be yeah. the fish. You're gonna be the the fish hound, the catfish pussy hound. I don't know. What, I don't know how to rhyme. What rhymes with fish dish? I don't even you're know. Be the catfish I'm not, I'm not- dish. 
He's going to be you... slaying, slaying that gish. I don't oh, know. by the way, so yesterday you went on speed dating. Did you get any? any... I, dude, I went there at 8 p.m. and it was it wasn't even started yet. And like, it was yeah. so dead, I ended up leaving. Because I, I, I'd been, that's where I performed that once. I don't know if you saw I did that. Yeah, show. that was great. Yeah, that was in that, It was like at this black club and I just didn't want to yeah. stay, you know. And it, it was just, I knew it wasn't going to get going until like 10 or 11. Sure. So I ended up leaving. Well, thank you so much, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. Anytime. All right, come see us again sometime. All right, everybody. Sure. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to the another great edition of the Sports Hole, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Boom. Peace. Bye.